0: just that sink that was yeah, good um, that one sounded good from my pov uh um, yeah me too weirdly yeah. better than normal somehow yeah How's it the, you get, did you guys get a lot of snow by the way oh what's, yeah what's, i got like
1: almost three feet
0: What? What's that? damn
1: it was like 30 inches of snow here it's stupid wow. i thought
0: yeah. we got like just probably under uh probably just over a foot here mm. i would say yeah um, same here not that much. And I but. thought, I mean, I thought that that was a lot. It was so funny. I was like, it was like 3 p.m. the other day, and I, I was saying, oh, oh, you know, how much, how much snow, how much snow's is out there, Dad? And he was like, oh, it's not, it's not that much, only eight inches. And it's like, oh yeah, okay, <laughs> only eight inches of snow. Yeah, no.
1: I, I, to give you an idea, um at one point when I looked out the window before I went out to shovel, you couldn't see my car. Oh wow. It was just gone. It was just under snow completely. Yeah. Now part so, of that's just the wind drift and stuff, but like yeah. you know, it was just like a mound of snow was in the driveway instead of my car. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. was fun to dig it out.
2: The wind drift is uh is is crazy because like so in my backyard there's like a lot of trees and I looked out like in the morning and I was like, How much snow do we get? And there was like maybe like an inch on my deck. I'm like, oh wow, it didn't snow at all, what the heck? And then I look in the front yard and it's like a foot and a half. So uh-huh. my backyard is just like area where like it just the wind like blows the snow off and it never gets to certain yeah, spots. because it of the was trees. Um,
0: it was really really windy. It was crazy windy. Yeah, um, I a like lot sixty degrees place,
2: on the coast or 60, a lot degrees, of, 60 miles an hour. <laughs>
0: sixty degrees, sixty, <laughs> degrees, <laughs> winds blown Ooh, on, blown 60 degrees winds blowing. Sixty degrees on the coast wind. there. Hot, some hot hot winds, boys. Um, no, but like I saw in the news, they were like we had a real blizzard, real blizzard in in these areas. Um, like like the textbook definition, like it like actually the storm actually classified as a blizzard in like yeah. Boston and like other other places around there. Yeah, I
2: saw it's like the first time since like 2018 that we've had an actual blizzard. <sighs> Has it been
1: was that it 2018? long? I thought it was 2015. It was the last real. Oh, blizzard. maybe it was 2015. <laughs>
0: Um, but I, yeah, it was hey, not I great still, here. I still remember the Great ice Storm of '08.
1: <laughs> the Great <laughs> ice
0: Storm of 08. That was actually crazy. Mm-hmm. Real talk, though. That the, that ice oh, yeah. storm was crazy. Anyway, that was nuts. Th- we're not talking about winter storms, nor'easters, <laughs> as not. everyone loves to call them, as the Northeast loves to mm-hmm. fetishize <laughs> Northeastern. Oh, ah, nor'easter. Are just you? fucking frothing for, for, you, for <laughs> you, <laughs> not, you cannot lie to me that like whenever new englanders bring up new england stuff they like get a little bit of a hard on oh yeah absolutely but, uh, yeah like, dude i watch the pats kid yeah they're like our little uh, our little sub sub country is is better than anyone else's state area collection and you know what but it's it's not even the good things about mass and, and new right. england. it's the bad things too
2: we and like they're take all pri- right. like People in Massachusetts are terrible drivers, kid. <laughs> and,
0: okay, no, but real talk though. You ever seen a New Hampshire driver? <laughs> see, that's how you know. New Hampshire see, driver. See, see, that's how you know if someone's from Massachusetts. You know someone's from New England if they if they say that Massachusetts are bad drivers. But you know someone's from Massachusetts if they say that people from New Hampshire are bad drivers. Now, ah. see, that's a funny
1: thing. That's the funny thing, though, is that you guys are you know. Located in Northern Mass, I grew up in Southern Mass, and for mm. us, it was Connecticut drivers. <laughs> oh. it's just the other state. It's the other It's whatever's the closest state. Same exact <laughs> sentiment, but replace <laughs> New Hampshire with Connecticut. No, dude, it's the <laughs> Connecticut drivers, the
2: terrible drivers. I uh, wonder if they say the same thing about New York as on um, in like the Western
0: Mass area. Maybe. What do they? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Western Mass is. Like, do they have roads out in Western Mass? <laughs> I like, I oh yeah, probably say. not. Western Mass might as well <laughs> yeah. have like a here Be dragons on the map. Dude, <laughs> yeah, honestly. maybe maybe it's maybe they complain about the horses
1: and buggies out there or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my my conspiracy theory is, is that Western Mass is not real.
0: Dude, <laughs> Massachusetts about. is
1: just the four ninety five corridor, and everything that, else is not real. It's an, well, SC, that is an SCP that
0: one of the I forget what number it is, but there's an SCP that is just the state of Massachusetts. Um, But um, go listen to our SCP episode if you want to listen to that. That's um, a fun one. But today, we're talking about artificial intelligence, machine learning, human- humanity, human mind, creativity. We're talking about yeah. games, we're talking about competition, and we're talking about the board game, the ancient board game of Go. Yes. Go, go 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 go. Go, and more specifically the AI known as AlphaGo. Um, but before we get into that, should we quick introduce ourselves, boys? Mm. Um, uh okay, I'll go first, I guess. Yeah, dude, you can go first. I
2: am your brilliant bot
1: brain B. Bobby beep okay, boop. okay. I don't know. All right, all right. I am your black and white bee, Nice. Brent, because mm. Alpha Go or Go is black and white pieces. Yeah, so, Alpha you know, Go is that's the, something
0: they uh, go is the game. You, you can also call it Baduk, uh which would Baduk, have been a good Baduk. B. Board game would have been a good B. Um they call it Baduk in, in Korea. Um I'm your Badookin! <laughs> Get that. Yeah, dude, hey, write that one down, write that one down. Uh, that one's going up on the whiteboard. Um I am your Japan J Jack. Uh because nice. the game of Go is very popular in Japan um and China and um Korea. Uh as will as we'll learn. Um it's huge in Korea. Um think like chess here, but Mm-hmm. way bigger. Mm-hmm. So they have their ver- own version of the Queen's
1: Gambit over there but it's you know the Queen's Go. Yeah, you know? yeah, the queens yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. they would.
0: They would. They totally would. There's there's probably a K-drama that focuses around a go player. Like there's probably mm. several.
1: I'd watch that. I'd watch that.
0: Um there's uh yeah. Um all right. So uh what is uh so go is is, is, is we'll start with what is go, I guess, before mm. we get into what is alpha go um so go is considered to be the oldest continuously played uh like game in the history of humanity um Hmm. it's it's estimated to be between 2500 and 4000 years old oh wow shit it's Um, older than jesus yeah, this d- is, d- just so this is, I was, I was talking to one of my, <laughs> I was talking to one of my friends about, uh, about this and they were like, oh, I thought like chess was the oldest board game. And I was like, dude, chess wasn't mm-hmm. even BCE, dude. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. I wonder if Jesus played Go. Ch- chess was like ninth century. I think what I, if I remember my quick Google search from earlier today correctly.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's got to be at least feudal era. Yeah. No. It's got, so, I mean,
0: knights can't, come on, come on. Um, yeah, but on. the game of go <laughs> is, uh, is, 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 uh, described as a, an abstract, um, sort of strategy, uh, an abstract strategy game. That's basically all that it's, 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 it's the, the, the emphasis on, on the abst on the abstract in the game is very important. And the emphasis on like the creativity of it as we'll as we'll learn uh and as we'll go into in a little bit um mm. but uh if you're unfamiliar i'll send you boys um i'll 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 i'll, I'll post a a, a a a quick pick in the chat see um, i'm
2: most familiar with go because of the anime hunter hunter do they play um, go
0: in hunter hunter
2: yeah one of the chimera ants um becomes like incredibly smart and is, is bored because nobody uh, he he can beat anybody at any game um, and they play Go and it's like easy for him and mm-hmm. no one can beat him. All the best players in the world. Um, he Ends up playing an even harder game than Go which is just a made up game from the anime.
1: Scrow.
0: Yeah. It is mm-hmm. called Scro. Um, Fuck. <laughs> I knew that. You know, why can't... what? Wh- am i dumb why can't i send this i don't know dude i'm waiting for it oh uh, i feel like discord's been like kind of oh recently. i i had hidden hmm. the send message button for some reason um okay so that's the board game that's that's the board game of go that's like a completed game of go oh okay um, so you basically you you so uh you have a board that's made up of uh it's a very very simple game it's just black stones and white stones is what they're called um and uh, the a full-size Go board is a 19 by 19 grid mm. um, with other common sizes being 15 by 15 thir- and 13 by 13. Um, you start out by learning on a 5 by 5, and then you go up from there. Um, and it is a really hard game. Um, mm. It is uh, considered to be one of the most difficult uh, games just because of how, you know open it is um so the way that the game starts is the board is just completely blank and the base rules are you can place one stone on any of the points where the lines intersect basically Mm -hmm. on the grid um and the object of the game is to uh uh is to uh sort of link your stones together by drawing straight lines between the direct points um and try to surround large areas um and anytime you like encircle uh an enemy player stones you take them off the board and the goal of the game there's like a very complex kind of um point system that i don't really understand there's like a whole like there's like an equation to like find the points and like the because you can have like half points and stuff um but, um, basically, uh, so what you're, you're saying trying is g- it's just
2: Crash Bandicoot, uh, the pogo game where you like circle people in pogo sticks.
0: Well, I was going to say it, it's very similar to that, that, that lines and boxes <laughs> games that, yeah, that, that if you've that's ever played, is. yeah, have yeah, you ever played that where you try except way more, way more complex? Um, because y- you like you can you there's a whole bunch of stuff. I can't even begin to explain it because I don't even know like go is such a like all I can explain is the basic rules right now because that's literally mm. like it's so it's such a hard game um, to understand it's there. interesting
2: to me that it's on the intersecting part of the lines I never like looked at a go board long enough to like realize that but now I'm looking and it's like oh yeah they're not inside the squares that yeah you don't place them inside different. the
0: squares um, and I, I like that I like that you don't put them in the squares actually hmm um but uh so and there's like there's like a bunch of other little like small rules that go into it that help prevent like games stalling out or other like or draws or other kinds of stuff but like that's not really important basically you're just placing a stone on there you can place it anywhere you want to get the much area as much area as you can um it's often described as like fighting and like as like akin to like a war or a battle almost Mm. um between two armies and um like a lot of times they're they're like it it's considered like people in a territory or the the stones are kind of considered like alive there's like this Mm -hmm. whole concept of of living stones being that that is sort of exclusive only to the China, japan and korea that hasn't really like broached its way and like again i don't know enough about if anyone knows about go it's like it's like it's like if chess had an entire philosophical school behind it as well Mm. um is i think the best way i can explain it um or there's a I, i have a quote uh, from Frank Lanz who is the who is a game design professor at NYU, and he's also the director of the Game Center at NYU, um, he described playing Go like putting your hand on the third rail of the universe. Mm. Um, a uh, Fan, Fan Hui, who is a uh, a professional Go player, described looking at a Go board like looking in the mirror. When you mm. see the go board, you see yourself. There is a um the uh, uh another pro player who trained the best player in the world, Lee Sadal, who we'll hear about later in the story, um said that you can't the real you comes out on the go board. It, it's impossible mm. to hide it. Um like, there's, there's a very uh a deep sort of uh thing. The word Go comes from a uh, Japanese word, ego, which comes from an older Japanese word, which comes from an old Chinese word, which comes from an older Chinese word, (laughs) which means board game of surrounding, (laughs) which which, or or encirclement board game, which I which I (laughs) think is cool. But I think go or Baduk or sometimes it's called like Weichi, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, I may be totally butchering that, Um, but we're just going to call it Go. Um, so that's, uh, oh, oh, the last sort of, like, big aspect is it's, like, in, in ancient, uh, these, these ancient, uh, Asian countries, it was considered one of a, like, noble, like, pursuit or, or art, uh, form, you could say, um, there were, those cultures had four sort of, like, pillars of, of, um, that you had to understand and master before you were considered literate um which was music poetry painting and playing the game of go um mm. which i think is very interesting and so that sort of aspect persists in the eastern culture today um like it's very you know it's like like i said before it's even higher it's even it's held in higher regard than chess is over here uh like uh, over there like a, like if like if you were to meet a master chess player you'd be like oh that guy's smart even if you do nothing else about them you know what mm. i mean right like you mm-hmm. automate like that like if if uh meet, meeting a master go player would be like meeting a master chess player it would be and like painter almost mm. um or like musician kind of mm. um now this is going to be the most opposite and stupid
2: response to everything you've just been saying yeah, but these ghost stones look like, like really yummy chocolates, and I want to mm. eat them.
0: <laughs> they they got <laughs> that look where you just wanna like, you know what I think it is. I, I well, we I, could do a brain boggle on this, but I think it's like I think it goes back to like a pri a primal sensory thing. Oh uh, yeah, like the shininess or like the well, smoothness I, of a like thing. Like it goes to it goes, but you know a little bit. Just, you know I'm only gonna dip my the mm. tiniest little <laughs> tip of my toenail into freud here and and talk about how how we how you know how we explore purely bait purely his 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 theories on how we explore the world as a young child not as like anal retentive stuff but like you know like children who are mouthing and stuff like yeah the oral fixation yeah 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 yeah. yeah. like i think i do think there is something to that but i don't think it's like an oral fixation thing i think it's just like a sensory thing i think it's just like Mm -hmm. a it's because because your face and your fingers and your mouth is is a very sensitive area you know mm-hmm. and 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 you can get a lot of sensory anyway <laughs> that's just a little side thing but so okay so now that we basically have a have a base understanding of what go is right uh mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to know what uh what alpha go is so basically AlphaGo is a computer program uh that is designed to play the board game go uh it was against developed against those
1: beta go
2: users <laughs> yeah. which is basically
1: all of the human race yeah alpha go is constantly cucking beta go
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah dude beta, more like beta stop what's
2: the other one what's the zeta is that the, the one that's like completely outside of all alpha and beta oh no isn't it, a, isn't it a, oh no
0: sigma? Sigma. sigma 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 go the sigma grind set dude
1: <laughs> yeah i don't got time for that alpha go Too sigma
0: <laughs> yeah uh, so uh, it was developed by DeepMind, who I'm sure got their name from Deep Blue, um, mm. IBM stuff. Deep Blue C, like the movie. No, no, no. D D IBM's IBM's chess computer, Deep Blue. samuel Jackson gets bit in half. Oh my God. <laughs> it, okay. Um, this is. I, I have a little side note, fun fact. Um. Well, okay. So. Well, because DeepMind, right? DeepMind is the company that developed AlphaGo. Um, and DeepMind is a subsidiary <laughs> of Google, um, yeah. which in, I found out Google has a parent company. Yeah, Alphabet. Alphabet. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea. You didn't Alphabet, know that? No, I had no idea. I just I just thought Google was Google, dude. I didn't mm. know that Alphabet was a thing. And that, so like, yeah, dude, I don't know. So it's called Deep AI. What? Deep, what is it called? DeepMind. Deep Deep AI. Mi- DeepMind. DeepMind
2: is the just, company. AlphaGo okay. is the AI. Okay, so side tangent. Um, for anyone listening who's watched *The uh, Fairly Odd Parents*, you might remember there was an episode where Tootie, Patootie, which was is the—is this? Uh, this from the Deep character? That,
1: uh, <laughs> this <is> from <laughs> it's Deep Blue. Scene. It's, it's uh, Samuel Jackson getting bitten half by a shark. Oh, look how, no. good this, look how good the
0: CGI looks at the end. There, <laughs> oh, he's getting crushed. That's, that's some quality 1999 oh. CGI right there. <laughs> I want to pause it like that it, it right after. So it. bad. It, oh, it's man. so so bad but um. so so there's a there's a character in the fairly
2: odd parents named tootie patootie and she was going undercover and and they called her deep toot and i just (laughs) remember it being really funny as a kid but um
0: that's a deep throat reference bobby mm -hmm. what deep toot yeah it is as in the zodiac killer yeah what I else you meant would it like he s- meant it be? as l- I don't know, what else would deep
1: throat mean? Like <laughs> Well because like I was thinking like Watergate, the the whistleblower yeah. who like exposed like the uh, Watergate scandal. His name <laughs> he's called Deep th-
0: He used a voice modulator that deepened his voice and they called him mm-hmm. Deep Throat because back then it didn't yeah. mean anything mm-hmm. bad, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it sounded and it sounded cool. Oh it was a more
1: innocent time then, I guess. You know, people, you
0: know, um,
1: you know, normal American families didn't had no <laughs> idea. Yeah, I like deep toot better because it's like a deep fart, like a.
0: Yeah, but no, that's a deep throat reference, Bobby. Um, oh, if you put a little, if you put a little different emphasis on it, it's you can you can hear the difference. Mm. Deep throat mm. was the informant. Mm. Okay. Deep throat is no, the other no, one. no, 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 no. Deep throat <laughs> was the informant. Okay, and that's all we. Yep. We don't need to talk. That's about. That's all we're this, gonna say. Okay, anything else? Uh, <laughs> so basically, why do we care about AlphaGo? Well, it was the first AI to ever beat a human professional player in okay. <laughs> the uh, in a full uh, no handicap board game of Go, which basically is just like mm. you know, baba mano y mano, but mano y machino, machino, mm. whatever, dude. Ah. Machina, mano e machina, Deus ex. AlphaGo. Anyway. Um, so why is it so hard? We have AIs that play freaking Skyrim. Uh, we got mm. AIs that beat me, I got bots that beat me on in online shooter shoot 'em up games. Um why do we care about Go? Well, Go is notoriously difficult for AI to play due to its how abstract it is. Mm. Um because uh, there are over there can be over 200 moves uh made on any one turn and um uh a quote from one of the um programmers of of AlphaGo said that there are more board variations than atoms in the universe um so wow. it's a very very deep complex uh game uh, uh it was i was so i got most of my information from a documentary that was following this the the team behind alpha go as they mm-hmm. um succeeded in becoming the the this in in as they went through in 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 this endeavor um and one of the one of the one of the things that one of the programmers said in the documentary was well one of the reasons why it's so hard to program this is because when you ask a great go player why they made certain moves um sometimes they'll just say it felt right mm-hmm. um which is uh very interesting um and uh so so uh uh so what do they do uh what do these what do these programmers do how did they teach this computer how to play uh uh this game so What they did first was they showed it 100,000 strong amateur games that they had downloaded from the internet that had been played um, to learn from. And then they uh, taught it to... It learned to mimic these exact plays. And then it would um, start to uh, play against itself uh, millions and millions and millions of times to figure out exactly like what goes into winning and losing, um, percentages. Uh, uh, and so it, 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 the, the program note that it was a very exciting day when, um, the program could beat everyone in the office, um, <clears throat> consistently, um, because it had, you know, it had essentially learned something that none of them could have taught it, um, in a way. I mean that's kind of like mm. fake because they fed it a bunch of knowledge from a bunch of random humans from across the internet. So mm-hmm. you, know, a, you know, whatever so they did kind of teach it. But but, but like, not, like they essentially not, just not really. fed it like they fed, essentially just fed it a wide swath of Go knowledge, right? Mm. And then from that swath of knowledge that it had to play, like it 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 you know, if you had access, you know, to a pro player's mind of Go, you know, it might take you some time to like break down how everything works and how, how the concepts play into each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's essentially, I think, how it how it does. So um, it has three main aspects. It has a policy <laughs> network, a value network, and a tree network. Um, so the policy network w- was what was uh, kind of what I mentioned befer- before. It was trained on high skill games um and taught how to replace them and so it's sort of like that's where it gets the name policy i i sort of interpreted was that um it sort of looks at these general areas of play these general ideas of play and puts them down as policies or like an unwritten rule of go you know like oh you would never do that you know what i mean mm. um, yeah. it then has a value network where within these within these policy areas it will it will look at specific uh, playable areas and look at the percentage of uh the the win percentage that it has by placing a stone in that in that uh <coughs> in that spot um, it then has the tree network where it can simulate games and simulate moves and look ahead into these predictions and and sort of that's how it starts the whole process over again. So the way that all those n- all those networks um, work together is the policy will scan the policy network will scan the whole board and look at inter- areas of interest where it wants to play. It will then calculate percentages of play areas within those areas of interest. Look forward in the future and see where it can play off of the high percentage areas in that area. Scan the whole board you know look for and and it, and it plays upon these you know tens of thousands of variations of of each possible move and where each possible move could lead that move and where that move could lead the next Mm. move and it's doing that for every possible move on the board that it wants to look at and now ideally Mm. it would do that for every single move every single in every single position of the board perfectly but that's where the limitation of the coding and the programming and the processing works and that's where Mm. the and that's where the machine learning comes in to replace that sort of that sort of um area um yeah so that's basically how it all um works and that like that's it so at the end of the day it's basically just a predictive decision making ai mm. um is it just looks at it is and, and very interestingly it doesn't it, it the 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 get the ai to the ai a win by one point is the same thing as a win by a hundred points, mm. um, and you could have like a difference that varied in a game of Go, um, right? And so mm. it will. Whereas, um, uh, well, well, so okay, well, so let's we'll just keep that in mind, and then we'll and then we'll as we as we move through their journey of 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 development, that it, it is it doesn't it doesn't there is no calculation for margin of win. Right, a win mm. is a win to this program yeah.
2: um so so the go alpha go basically in a, in a shortened sense sees streets ahead of the other
1: uh, players um
0: to mm-hmm. put it in to put it in <laughs> Is this is, is this a reference to your band? It's a dumb yeah, I mean, community listen, reference.
1: Listen, <laughs> if you're not streets ahead, you're streets behind.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got to be streets I, ahead, <laughs> my guy.
1: I don't, I don't understand. It's it's a community
0: reference. I, I know. It basically, I know. it's
2: it's a it's a far ahead gonna, of
0: all of re- its opponents. I was gonna do a. Re- I was gonna. I'll put it in terms that I was gonna say. I'll put it in terms of you that uh, to to help you understand, Bobby. It's like when it's like when Doctor Strange is like, I looked forward at at 15 million, mm-hmm. 14 whatever. He's fourteen million realities and there was, and there was only, only one there was only one i thought about a meme where i was like dr strange when he sees that the only reality that they win is the one where all he does in the final battle is hold back some water because <laughs> that's literally all Doctor that's all does he does in the yeah. final battle is hold back and that's then, all and, then and then it would be and it would be a picture of him like being really sad because mm. that sucks because dr strange <laughs> is way cooler than hold back water man yeah um, Anyway, it's like, that, that's basically what it does, is it looks forward in, in a bunch of potential futures and a bunch of those potential futures, potential futures. Um, mm. uh, uh, and so, uh, so what did they do? So first, they wanted, uh, they're, they're based in the UK, by the way. Um, so they approached, uh, this was in 2016 as well, by the way. Uh, they approached uh, a man by the name of Fan Hui, Fan uh, Hui. Van is a uh, two dawn pro y- player and who was the current uh, European champion. I don't know the status of the European champion right now. Uh, it's six years later. Could be anyone. <laughs> um uh, and s- simply no way of knowing. <laughs> so uh what a two dawn pro player is is uh there's the the, the there's like an exponential rating scale. Um uh so like uh uh you know like a two-don is twice as good as a one don or whatever. Um and it goes all the way up to nine. Uh nine nine being the highest. Uh so Fanhui is a is a two don pro. Um he lived in China until he was eighteen and then he moved to France uh because he wanted to he said he wanted a change. <laughs> Literally, that's all he said. Um <laughs> so this dude is trilingual at least by the way because um, he speaks you know mandarin or cantonese i don't know whatever he speaks mm-hmm. from china he speaks french and he speaks english you know um and he's also you know a european champion at the game of go this guy is uh, pretty smart and he's he's very even though english is his at least third language he has he's a very he's very poetic with the way that he speaks um it's uh yeah so he, he was the guy that said to look at a go board is to is to like is to look into a mirror mm. um so uh the team invites him in and says hey we want you to come and play some games against AlphaGo. uh we'll play a five game series uh we'll treat it like a real you know thing like like you're playing against a, another pro player or whatever uh he says he he's very confident he'll win 5-0 because it's just a program um, and he loses every single game. Um, mm, wow. And he has... And so this is the first time that AlphaGo has ever beaten a pro player at, 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 in the same thing uh, at, in, in, at, the, at match level. Um, he said that he, after he lost this, he had a very emotional response it was like mm. he was almost having sort of an existential crisis he said that he was right he said after the loss i didn't understand i didn't understand myself anymore mm. um he said that he wasn't happy to lose but he was happy that he could be a part of um history mm-hmm. and so um they uh because he had such a good spirit about it they invited him back to play against um AlphaGo over and over and over again to be sort of mm-hmm. like a consultant and to s- try to find weaknesses, try to find patterns, try to find, you know, just see what he notices about it. about AlphaGo's play, essentially. Um, so he's playing uh, for them now. And uh, they, uh, the, the team, DeepMind, then goes to uh, Lisa Sedol, who at the time, he's now retired, um, but at the time he was a... 18 time world champion like without a doubt the greatest go player that there had um ever been uh a nine dawn obviously the highest rank you can be um he's known to be incredibly creative uh one of the um one of the casters uh the the color casters of of the go match later described him as like the roger federer of go um and when this when this guy talks about this game um it's like it's like it's like a master talking about his artwork uh Mm -hmm. fan hui later in the in the documentary says you know like we consider ourselves artists when we play this yeah um lee says that um he wants he says he wants his style to be to be something new to be something completely different like nothing has that you've ever seen before and you're like well that's like literally like an artist talking about like a new painting they're gonna reveal or something well, I was going to
2: say, like, the way that it, you know, the way that I kind of relate to it is, like, as someone who plays music or, like, paints or whatever, you can kind of see it as, imagine you spend your whole life learning how to hone this skill, and you get really good at it, and everyone around you is like, wow, you're really good at this thing. And then all of a sudden, in one day, a computer's like, yeah, I re- wrote 653 songs today, and they're all way better than anyone you've ever written. It's like, yeah. whoa, wait, what?
0: Yeah. That's kind is, of
2: like uh it's well, existential. Yeah. It
0: was it was it was interesting because going into the documentary, I was like on the side of AlphaGo because you know it follows the team primarily, and I was like, oh yeah, I want them to to get this. But then after hearing Lee Sadal and all these other Go professionals talk about the game, it like turned me to the side of humanity. And I and I yeah. didn't want, you know, this the 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 AI um to win mm. um and like before going into this match so they agree to play a, a five a five five match series as well um going and uh lee is like super confident everyone in the go community is like lee's gonna o this lee's gonna o this like mm. this guy's a go god this guy is insane um uh and uh you know it's really it's it's really interesting but um Fan before the match says um, he was like, you know, normally uh, Lee is playing for himself or he's playing for maybe Korea but, you know, today he's playing for for humanity. Um, mm. It's like, dang, dude, that's pretty good, that's pretty. That's pretty deep, dude. Yeah. Um, so one of the programmers, Aja Hwang um, was uh, placing the stones for the computer against Lee Sedol um like play like sitting because they played like a physical match and and he would uh the aja would would click like his plays into like a like an interface that Ooh. would then like there was like a computer match and the real match so that, right like yeah, you guys get what i'm saying
2: yeah so like uh, yeah. yeah yeah well well who who would put in the uh the computers oh yeah well, so
0: basically like if Lee doll was going first lee would place a stone and then ajo would click you know on the computer yeah. where the like they had like a go board like game up and he would just click mm-hmm. on there and then the the AlphaGo would think about it and then its move would pop up and then ajo mm-hmm. would place his stone onto the real board and then Lee okay. doll would go and that's how the game was played gotcha um so uh it's interesting um fan is talking about how he was kind of like the narrator for this whole like game bit because he was one of the referees so he was right there watching the game and he's also you know surprisingly emotional (laughs) uh i guess Mm. um but um he talks about how lee usually um will like look up at at his opponent and see try to like read their face try to see what they're thinking you know like you know you do anytime you're 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 up it's, it's it's natural you know, it's, it's, mm. um, but, uh, uh, AlphaGo doesn't, um, it doesn't feel anything, you know, it just makes decisions. Yeah. Um, and so, um, AlphaGo, they say can predict around 60 moves ahead, um, give or take a few. It usually will predict, wow. it will be running around like 50s predictions. That's um,
2: streets ahead. My God. Yeah, dude, that's so many. Okay, I'm done.
0: However, a lot of people notice that near the end, or in some random parts, the game, the the AlphaGo can place some random sort of mistake stones or slack stones, as they're called. Um, And Uh, uh, not on purpose. Well, um, people don't like they don't really know why they're they're doing Mm. right. Like for whatever reason, AlphaGo decided that that was the best move. I wonder if it, it has something
2: to do with like ending the game quicker. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Uh, like maybe well, it's like a timing thing. Um.
0: Yeah. Well, it, a lot of people. I, I, I was. I had this in to like sort of end out um, uh, a topic that we were going to talk. We'll we'll put a pin in it, right? And we'll come back. We'll mm-hmm. circle back um, because it's a very important. These these again. Keep these stone. Keep these slack stones in the back of your mind because they're a very interesting. Okay. Interesting key point later. All right. Okay. Um, So everyone is super confident that Lee's going to crush this. However, Lee loses the first game, which is like huge. Um, Then it's it's like big news in Korea. These were like like if this was happening in America, if and it was as big, it would have been played on like the TV in 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 Times Square, basically. Wow. Um, like that's like it was played like that in Korea. Like people were like, it was estimated I think like eighty million people worldwide we're watching the um the games. That's um, crazy. But um so he he uh uh loses the first game. Um and and um it was a very very like I don't know if it was just the way that the documentary played it, but like it was very somber mm. and like it felt like a loss for like humanity almost. Um it 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 felt like it it felt like i it really felt like i had lost there was there's there was there was there was a pro player later who was like i will watch my friends i will watch like pros that i've rooted for that i've looked up to and like lose all the time and it's fine but when lee lost against AlphaGo, it felt like i lost um and, at the same time, it's kind of
2: interesting because it, it's, a, it's a bit of a win for humanity in a way yeah, to be that, able to create
0: that. That's exactly what the programmer said. The programmer, One of the lead programmers <laughs> was like, you know, it's very human to want humans to win. But at the end of the day, you know, is this not uh, the peak of human ingenuity? You know, because everything that, you know, we c- it was human created. All the knowledge that went into it, it learned from humans. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but it's not human. Wow, is the thing and and again they talk about how like people love to personify ai um is very common and um like the the programmers were talking about like i don't know if programmer developer whatever is the right word but whatever um they were talking about like you know now that it's getting all this media attention people you know in the media and on the internet are calling it he and she and they've you know, to to them, it's always just been you know this line of code, this decision making thing. Like they've just seen it as like that collection of those, of those search nets, basically. Um, and and um, I don't know. I think it's just it just it's very interesting how it how this sort of how AlphaGo beating Lee Sedol was sort of like recentered how that those people in that world you know saw ai how they saw ai along with Mm. along with um uh humanity and um so i'll quickly summarize the rest of the game so we can talk more openly at the end here but there's some very interesting interesting things that happened during these games that i just want to point out real quick um so the first game um uh uh is is a uh is is a loss. But game two. Um game two uh Lisa Dahl gets really stressed and leaves for a smoke break and while this happens AlphaGo makes a move that um that al- that all of the pros who are ca- there's like American you know uh goes cast color cast in the game There's korean pros there's everyone everyone talking about this game is so confused by this move that Mm. that and 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 they they talk about it's interesting point because you know like out this this is such this is such a strange move that if a human player had made this move in this context you know lisa Dahl went up to go get a smoke because he's stressed because he's losing so poorly and then Mm. and then this stone gets placed people would think that the other player was like trying to get under his skin or something Mm. or like maybe not like that but like was trying to do something was trying some kind of animosity yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's something up here like that is not a stone that you play to try to win basically i mean maybe maybe
2: it's from the algorithm i mean like you know it's basing Um, a lot of its skills on on
1: human games right that it learned from it uh, yeah, is. this is the fuck you stone right here. Yeah, like watch yeah. me do this. What, what do you think about that ass? <laughs> like whoa. Yikes. Alpha. Uh Such
2: an alpha.
0: Such an alpha move, alpha. However, <laughs> fen this is known as. This is actually move 37. And this is the reason why move 37 is 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 very important is because um Our our, our man Fan Hui described this. uh, He described this as a stone that was a linking stone that connected a network of all the previous ones. He described it as very special and very beautiful. Um, Mm -hmm. Lee Sedol himself described it as a creative and beautiful move. Um, that ultimately was a key point in turning the game around and causing, um. In causing AlphaGo uh, to win, and so a lot of and 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 so since we can look at, since it's a computer cr- program, we can actually look in on the data and find out that um, one in ten thousand players would have made that move in that position, wow. which is which is like zero point, which is like point zero zero five percent or something um and it was um it was uh lead described it as a a turning point uh mm. in this game um where he at first thought of it just as a machine but he realized that it could be creative and and mm-hmm. and think and and a lot of people were We're saying, you know, is, did AlphaGo create a, is this a unique move? Is this something new? Is this, you know, is it? Well, because I feel like
2: one of the arguments that you might have for humans never um, being able to be defeated by AI with a game like Go is like human resourcefulness and creativity and like the ability to kind of like create moves that no one's ever thought of just Like, a lot of people think that artificial intelligence won't become a thing just because, like, of how resourceful humans are. Like, oh, like, yeah, you'll never be able to make a robot that goes, maybe I'll use this mug to prop up this thing. And it's like, well, there's probably, uh, I mean, we are all algorithms in our brain of evolution, you know. So, I think it is learnable.
0: I, I, well, you know, this is, this is... um a lot of people they they this this move was was they were saying you know this is a move that you play go for you yeah. know like this is a move that 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 will be like these ga- the games against lisa doll and alpha go will no doubt be studied by go players for years and years and years to come right mm-hmm. um and um so so he loses game two um he was the game was very uh close until that that turning point um, game three was a complete stomp. Uh, people were saying really? that Lee was trying to play a style that just wasn't his and that he just mm-hmm. um, just lost so hard. So the official yeah. tournament win went to AlphaGo, but they still were playing the last two matches out. Um, and I think that, you know, I think the taking the pressure of the tournament itself off of Lee's shoulders uh, really helped him out um Mm -hmm. i think he he was talking about how now he doesn't how before he was talking about how he's gonna 5-0 and now he just hopes that he can win one game right um total mentality shift yeah yeah um and so uh so the first three lee loses and we get to game four um and it's a it's it's a close game lee's lee is on the back foot um he's playing defensively he's he's fighting from behind um alpha has a a very uh, uh a lot of space control basically so lee essentially doesn't have a lot of room to play with he he mm-hmm. needs to find eventually he he the, the 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 commentators are describing it as like he needs to find a way out like he needs to find yeah. like a little escape hatch essentially um and uh so there was a so to describe to to go into this next part to go into move to go into this next move I'll use a, I'll use an amazing YouTube comment the that I saw the first time I watched this documentary because the full documentary is for free on YouTube by the way yeah well, it's I actually AlphaGo. think I think I've seen the documentary because
2: um, everything you're talking about is very familiar to me yeah, yeah
0: yeah they um it's a really good documentary it's surprisingly emotional for a for a documentary about an AI that plays Go but mm. um it um they uh uh the, the comment said move 37 which was AlphaGo's beautiful move right opened our minds but move 78 opened our hearts
2: so that was uh, yeah
0: and so move 78 is this next move that everyone is talking about how He's got this tiny area he might have somewhere to, somewhere to go, but no, nobody can really see it. Nobody can really mm-hmm. find a good plan um, until he places this one stone that they described as a wedge um, because that wedge opened everything up um, mm. for Lee from that uh, game. And before, Lee would on average take about one to two minutes to decide uh every every play but on on this move on move 78 he took um like over seven minutes uh to to make this um wet to 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 make this wedge move it was a very exciting move there was an american nine dawn who same level as lee but obviously not as decorated um Mm. when lee made that move he was like oh that's a very exciting move this is a very exciting move um, and, and, like, people were like, that's a Lee Sedol move, is what, is what people were saying. Um, and so, if we remember back to Fan Hui, who got hired to help them test, he actually found that AlphaGo knows most things about Go, and those things that it knows about Go, it knows them 100%. But mm. that last one percent that it doesn't know, it knows almost nothing about. Right, <laughs> um, and so they found this we- this weakness that if you hit that one of those pockets of knowledge that AlphaGo doesn't know, that it mm. just freaks out and doesn't and and just cannot play Starts the rest of the game. going right random, yeah. Now. And so th- that's essentially what what happened was. Was after that that wedge move sort of broke down the 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 AI's plan and it started uh, to freak out. And so remember when I talked about how on average it would predict about fifty to sixty moves, the move it made in response to seventy eight, so move seventy nine, uh, it looked ahead ninety four moves before it wow. made its before it made its thing. So they predicted that there, it wasn't any sort of um that it just couldn't find a move um and so again since it's a computer program and we can look at the data we can say that Lee Sedol made again the literally one in 10,000 it was a point zero zero seven percent chance that somebody would make that move in that exact position um a a a another nine don chinese pro uh, quote described it as a divine move, um, as like literally, people were calling this the literal God move that only Lisa Dahl could have pulled off. Um, and and Lisa Dahl ended up winning the game off of that. The machine, wow. AI, the AI went went haywire and it in it essentially embarrassed itself. Uh, in in its loss, it was just it was just doing. It was doing nothing. People like it was so bad. People were like, "Oh, this like it must have just bugged out in response to Lisa Dahl's thing." But in actuality, when the programmers went and looked back, they found out that it was just Lisa Dahl had had found the right move. Wow, was that was so, that like so? It went from like he was gonna win f- five
2: in a row, and everyone was like expecting that to everyone was probably amazed that he just won once
0: yeah yeah so like That's crazy like the way that it worked was as as the game was going on they could look at what the what the AIs predicted win percentage was right mm. so like you know at at any point before the before the AI you know determines you know mathematically I have won 100% before that Lisa Dahl has you know there are moves where Lisa doll can beat this you know mm. Um, and because it's only, it's only predicting up to, you know, 95% win rate. Um, and he, you know, and he found, he found that, that, that 5% and his AI is not, is not 95% win rate. It's, it's 90% win rate on turn, on turn 70. It's 92% win rate on turn 71. It's 93% win rate, you know, like this, this machine, like in it, it, it always is climbing um and so he was able so he was able to win um game four uh game five he he uh lost um but he lost by less than five points which to put it in perspective game one he lost by over 35 points wow so he was Uh, getting better and better
2: yeah, and so I wonder if he kept playing like over and over and over and over again for infinite
0: what, amounts of time. Um, I mean after after this tournament, it's uh the the documentary said that Lisa Dahl, for the next two months won every single professional match that he played. Really? Um, and, wow. And, 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 well, so remember what I said about Fan, Fan Hui talking about um, how looking at a Go board is like looking in the mirror. He said mm-hmm. that he oh my like he's so he's so beautiful with his, with his like the, that's why i think this guy is is so good at go because he's 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 probably like a genius inside his mind but mm. he he was saying that like to look to, pl- to to look at a go board is to look in the mirror and to play against alpha go is to look in the real mirror it's to see yourself mm. naked and to say oh mm. my god is that me is that what i really look like Wow, um, and I think like you so I think you can take that to I, I, and and he said that in the end, he was thankful that he was able to play against it. and that Lisa Dahl was too, um, that they were able to, to to because they learned so much, and everyone was talking about Alpha Go saying like, you know what? Maybe we need to go back at all these games, look at those slack stones, and start to analyze. These points of what they because maybe AlphaGo was onto something with these little mm-hmm. random slack stones. um There is a uh, there is a, a is this a, the pin that we had? Yeah, yeah. This, is, we, the uh, pin, this is the unpinning the pin. We're unpinning the pin that these maybe these stones. There's a Gary Kasparov quote where he said, "A good human and a machine is the best combination." And so, like, I think that you know, I think like obviously the the the, the director was was being like. Yeah, it, you need to take the AI with the hints of these little slack stones with the with the human, you know, mind. It's like, and so maybe I'm thinking maybe that because because what like at the end of this documentary, it made me think like if Go for four over four thousand years has been determined to be such a it, it's it's a de, it's a definer of literacy, you know. Mm. It's such a it's such a noble art. It's so uh creative and open and it's like if a i I, i'm less worried about like oh no what if a what if a computer program can take over everything i'm more worried about existentially what it means for humanity what it means for the human Mm. mind what it means for human creativity if it can be defined by computer Mm. code um i think that's a lot scarier of an implication than a world being conquered by ai personally um mm-hmm. because like you know in all the hollywood movies at least uh these these worlds conquered by ai still have something to fight for but like you know if you if if, if it's you know if the human mind is is just that and it's in it and there's nothing and, and and we can you know if it is there then i hope we never you know find it mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. Um, or I hope I'm dead by then because like I need that difference in the human brain between like something. I don't know. I just need like for, for my own sanity. you know right. what I, I mean? mean we're we're built that
2: way, you know, we're built not to we're built to understand things in a way that and, we understand it.
0: Yeah. And so I think you know in the game you know, why can't Alpha go? Yeah, why isn't AlphaGo perfect? Why can't AlphaGo predict 100% from move 1? Maybe, you know, when it's at 91%, maybe that 9% it's missing is creativity or whatever. Mm. You know? Um, I get yeah, that's what I want, uh uh wanted to talk about was that I think it's like was the was the, the 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 human and machine combination was the quote that 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 Fan Hui said about about looking into the real mirror was that I think it's a very amazing thing that these pros were able to have that and were able to Mm. to essentially get a new look on a fresh look on something that they had that they had spent their entire lives studying and perfecting and mastering before Mm. and like that i that concept and that that is a very exciting prospect
2: yeah well i really like the aspect of the um you know the quote about looking into the mirror and seeing yourself like naked uh, it's it's almost like if we are in the matrix it's almost like you're looking in the mirror and you're seeing the code that is a human code you know like oh I see how this thing that has that is objective in the universe doesn't have any emotion attached to it, just artificial intelligence um, that this is how it looks at me and so you're seeing through like this lens the 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 way that robots are ai sees humans oh my god dude we're just code
0: you know i'm such a nerd listen to this dude no it's like you know how like when you look in the mirror like like the literal mirror right the actual Mm -hmm. mirror to 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 keep to relate a mirror to a mirror right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and you're like oh but like you never look good in a picture of yourself and it's because like like a mirror is 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 a reversed thing so you get used to that so the picture is like is mm-hmm. is what people actually see and then you're like oh my god that's what people actually see but it's like no you're just getting weirded out because it's slightly different from what you're used to so you're getting into your own uncanny valley don't worry yep. about it but like it's so it's like that but instead of it being a picture of yourself it's your it's the gameplay of go because of how mm. expressive it is it would be like right it would be you know i wonder if in 100 years we're gonna have mm. ai making you know mona lisas and yeah. stuff that where it's like all right well you know uh mm.
2: but it's like again, in the no. same vein it kind of reminds me of when you like listen to your voice on like a, a video and you're I, like is that what i really sound like ha- I like have you're just to... you're you're outside of yeah, your yeah. own yeah. you're looking at your personality through a, a different lens and like you said, Jack, it's kind of like, it's like a mirrored version of you. And yeah. I think that is so,
0: like, interesting. I, I do have to say, I mean, I I, I know I just said, like, in a hundred years, we're going to have an AI, you know, painting a Mona Lisa. However, I think a very, very, very important aspect is that Go still has, like, still has a one hard objective, which is to win. Right? Whereas, like, like at the end of the day, Go is R- still a you game. you win, yeah. Whereas, yeah, there's no winning in any, like in any pure expression like go is just an expressive form of competition <laughs> but you know it's still well, this brings ultimately- up that like
2: question of like you know if you give a gorilla a paintbrush it's like is it creating art and uh I, is that's, it creating
0: art or is it just painting lines yeah it's so um, interesting well like yeah that's the thing is because <clears throat> like uh, uh, if we want to talk about the point that it doesn't um care about about the margin at which it wins, or how it wins, or the style or anything, you know it completely removes the ego, the emotional um brent uh brought this up before where he's like p- people love to assume that a computer would make a decision in the same way that a human would that it would that it would that that its thinking patterns would be the same when in reality like a human brain thinks incredibly a lot of the times we're incredibly irrational um or like you know for for whatever reason um we have we have
1: we have motivations like outside of just like the objective right you know yeah you know as a it's in especially in a competition setting it's like it's not just about winning it's like you want to win right it's not just like it's not just like oh i don't care how i win i just you know the objective is to win it's like i want to look good while i do this you know i want everyone to look at me and be like he's the best one yeah he's the best one at this thing and look at how great he did yeah, it, whereas the you know in this it's like it does not give a shit it's just gonna do whatever it needs to do to win you know at yeah. any
0: yeah well it's like class th- you know think about any you know any locker room speech before the big game it's like you know it's mm. like you know let's we don't we don't want to beat these guys we want to crush these guys you know <laughs> we want to we want we want these guys to uh, you know we want. I hope these guys ne- – we want these guys to never play this game again or whatever, you know, and it's like – That's the whatever. pride thing, you know. It's yeah. like – it's like.
2: oh, might lost my headphones, but I'm going to keep talking. Um, <laughs> it's like when you're watching an NBA game and, and they're show gloating, you know, it while playing. Yeah. Um, instead of just like, you know, going to the hoop and getting a layup, they, they go for this crazy windmill dunk. And it's like, well, you, did you need to do the windmill dunk to score the same two points that you would have if you did a layup? But we as humans want to like demoralize each other in
0: a competition um you, well, we it's also like competing the, the chess thing you know we also just mm-hmm. want to like entertain you know and yeah. have like mm-hmm. at the end like and have fun i think yeah you know like why because it's fun <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it's it, 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 i think this all
2: stemmed from like we talked about the uh robots taking over in one of our episodes and like i think this is where brent first brought it up it was because it's like we assume that artificial intelligence is just like a human and that, you know, their goal is, yeah, well, we're going to take over and then we're going to kill all the humans. And it's like, well, why are we, why are we putting our own, um instinctual Mm, projecting we're projecting
1: our own like neuroses and our own fears of like Mm -hmm. what we do to each other onto this thing that's inherently not human Um, unless
2: you argue that we built it so it if it's a reflection of us in a way if it's trying to copy our brain yeah
1: well that's what's so interesting about this alpha go thing is that like it in some respects showed that like it did things outside of like the normal human thought process to the Mm -hmm. point where people were like what the fuck is it doing like why would it do that Like, like to the point where like everyone's baffled and like i Mm -hmm. i think we can't underestimate this like the um the lack of like a a normal thought process if you will yeah we get into some machine learning and ai sort of situations like it's not it's not gonna like I we me maybe the ones that built it, but it's mm-hmm. not gonna it's gonna do whatever it thinks it needs to do to complete whatever objective yeah. its objective is. It's not yeah. gonna have these sort of like emotional type these ulterior you know,
0: motives. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, yeah. it makes me think of the Boston Dynamics robots,
2: and like sometimes they just do like funky little things, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that was kind of cute.
0: But like if you really think about
2: it, it's like <laughs> it's it was clearly. Pure something on purpose you
0: know yeah yeah and it was just pure like it's just pure projection yeah, you know yeah like i, I yeah because they talk about and there there is a whole page on on DeepMind's uh uh website about like ai ethics and 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 and, and you know ethical implementation of of ai um and um that uh Oh, I, well, I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> what, what, what were you saying right before me, Bob? Oh my god, I forget. <laughs> no it's way. late. It's on a Sunday. My yeah. brain
2: just completely. What my my train also went right off the rails well, my,
0: there. My I well I normally would have been up at one a.m. today, but I yeah, I, mm. but I don't even
2: think I said the the, the last thing. I think it was Brent. Who? No, you I don't. It might something. have been me. No, I don't no.
1: remember. Bobby, you said <laughs> hey, remind the tape, hey guys, remind tape. Let's take a listen <laughs> back. If you're, if you're
0: listening, well, we were talking about like AI ethics or something or what. Oh, Boston
1: Dynamics. Yeah, the Boston Dynamics. Yes, 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 yes. Thank we, you, yeah, Brent. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: the Boston, they, they they talk about they talk about. <laughs> oh my God, yes, Brent, you're a godsend. That was that was <laughs> move seventy-eight. Brent just made move seventy-eight. Yeah, that was a divine move. That was the divine move. Um, they like 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 what we said before about like the personification like humans love 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 to project their own emotions onto onto um things that can seem to emulate uh uh what they see in humans like they people do it with their pets all the time to a you know to a disgusting degree in my opinion sometimes um and like the same thing happens with with you know like people's people do it with their possessions all the time and um and like they do it with ai's too with these with anything that's vaguely humanoid vaguely sentient um you know even anything like like why why cars and boats like because they move i guess you know like like that's why we're personifying those like that's close enough you know to 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 give it a life i guess um, and so, but like in reality, like what you were saying about those Boston dynamics and those, like it, it like it's designed to navigate the terrain efficiently and that's mm. it. Like that's what it's programming does. Be, and and it's because like, and, and like, yes, that's, that's where we are. You know, you know, what happens when we combine, you know, the, the, you know, the, the AI, you know, n- navigating with the, with the creativity. And then we get Watson, IMB, IBM's Watson out here to answer v- Jeopardy questions while he's running up and down like have him do it all at the same time that's impressive right mm. but my point is is that they talk about how like like a lot of people are scared of you know oh does this mean that does this mean that go is dead is alpha go going to uh going to take over and it's like no because it's just a it's just a, it's an unthinking um not unthinking it's an unemotional unfeeling decision making tool essentially It's not there Mm. is no there is no sort of although interestingly enough when Lisa Dahl retired he said no matter how great I or anyone else may become there is an entity who can't be defeated in reference Mm. to uh, AlphaGo obviously but um, yeah I don't know it's just um, it's exciting. I don't know I think that like I hate to be like oh I'm afraid of AI because that's like the Elon Musk thing now because he's ruined everything for me. Mm-hmm. um including being afraid of ai but i feel like eon musk is like nerd afraid of ai i'm yeah. like i'm cool hipster next level <laughs> thinking afraid of ai i'm i'm different from other ai fears i i'm wearing converse to prom all right <laughs> <laughs> um
1: yeah. yeah this is like some like you're on that like euphoria <laughs> shit version yeah. of I being afraid say, of I, ai I, I will, yeah, everything is purple uh, and blue it's got we have bisexual lighting going on <laughs> <Listen>. we got
0: <laughs> musk listen to me musk you're degrassi i'm euphoria okay bud yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so next time you want to step to me bud mm. think twice
1: Oh um, let's let be real. The, Elon's probably more like Saved by the Bell or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> DeGrassi's too modern. <laughs> yeah,
0: Saved by the Bell. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was gonna <laughs> do I was gonna do a Mr. Feeny impression, but that was Boy Meets World.
1: Oh, uh, mm. but yeah, I felt like they're in the same cinematic universe, <laughs> yeah, even though they they're not at were. all. Was <laughs> there a crossover? Like the, no way there wasn't i think we're basically just merging mr feeney and like the principal character mm. from say by the bell who like c- occupied very similar spaces even though um. they're very different actors well, they, yeah they were but, but,
0: Well, because they were both like the the character who's like you boy shouldn't be doing the mm. things you're doing yeah.
2: <laughs> apparently there was a full house and family matters crossover Oh, and boy, uh, meets World did a crossover with the teenage with Let Sabrina guess. the teenage witch. Let me
0: guess, Let me guess. did Urkel yes. make like an alternate dimension machine? I don't. They wouldn't need to do that. Probably they could just like be down the street. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, you, you could tell they were in the same yeah. universe
1: because their their show titles had the same font. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and they <laughs> were yeah. and and they were the same <laughs> aspect ratio on TV. Uh, that, exactly <laughs> that four three baby. What
2: would you call that? The full, full House Cinematic Universe, the FHCU. Yeah, you know, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah the fuck you if you wanted to say it quick um mm. <laughs> uh, the fuck you the fuck you <laughs> but uh that's all i got from my notes um unless you if you guys yeah. had, unless you guys had any like pressing pressing t- ai taking over your mind topics
1: uh,
0: uh, no i mean other, unless we want mm-hmm.
1: to talk about no. how um Steve Urkel made a robot yeah, yeah. Steve Urkel bot um that that's sort of ai related. i want to talk
2: about stefan <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, Stefan the sexy Steve Urkel to make Kelly fall in love with him. Yeah, (laughs) see, I was like,
0: baby, (laughs) I was like just barely starting to form memories when the show when when all these shows were like going off air. So I like don't have enough. Mm knowledge of them i'm way used to i mean i i i I remember a lot of if i watched full house or like fresh prince i'm sure i'd be like oh this seems familiar (laughs) but all
2: i remember is i didn't understand acting so when like steve urkel became stefan i was like how did he do that how did he change his personality
0: i don't think i realized that like actors were like same people in multiple movies or something we're like way off Mm. topic now (laughs)
2: yeah no i remember like i watched like lizzie mcguire and then like there was that like there was like one movie with hillary duff that wasn't lizzie mcguire and i was like why is lizzie mcguire in this movie like i just
0: didn't understand you know oh my god bobby they were two different (laughs) movies lizzie mcguire and hillary duff totally both had like they were both like military themed weren't they that kelly yeah oh my god Kelly
2: there was like I don't know there was like a bunch of stuff like that there was like wait this is Lizzie McGuire
0: why is she every 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 blonde girl who was like 10 who was like you know late teens early 20s on TV was all the same Mm.
2: I got a funny story for you so when I was a kid my dad used to make fun of me for having Uh, a crush on Hillary Duff oh is that not the funny (laughs) part oh yeah that's Uh, the whole story no, I didn't. Okay, I swear to God, I did not once have a crush the, on Hillary once Duff. the time? The end. I did not have a crush on Hillary Duff. I had a crush on Hannah Montana later on, but at the time, I did not like Hillary Duff. But my dad insisted that I had a crush on her, and just, oh, look at his face; it's getting all red. And I'd go, oh, I don't have a crush on Hillary Duff, Dad. And then one day, <laughs> I got home from school, and I walk in my room, and there's a Hillary Duff poster on my wall. And it
0: traumatized me. I was like, ah! "Oh yeah, because as a little as a little kid, that stuff's not funny, dude." No, I you're was like, like "Why is like, there Hillary Duff?" I do
2: not. Like yeah, Duff. <laughs> you know? it was traumatizing. <laughs> I did not like Hillary Duff. <laughs> yeah, like you just get uh, so mad. Dude, and I, I remember can, ripping like, the thing down and bringing it out into the living room. No, nah, like, dude, I, can't feel, I like,
0: No, I had a family that would. I had a family that that used to make fun of everyone too, and I can feel the mm-hmm. like. No, no. Yeah, you're I not, don't. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, for some reason, you care so much as a kid. I know, and then mm-hmm. you like you think back on it, and you're like, "That's so stupid." One time, I like one time I was. I, I think I was like. I think I was, like, dancing around, like, calling myself a ballerina. I was, like, I was doing that. And then somebody called me out about it, and then I got embarrassed. (laughs) They were like, they were like, you're a ballerina. And I was like, no. Yeah. (laughs) You're the one running around the house going, I'm a ballerina. I'm a ballerina. And it was like. (laughs) You're a ballerina? it It was so funny because in the moment, like, it was only afterwards was I, like. Oh, they probably thought that it was like weird because like mm. of the connotations that everyone was probably thinking about that being a little boy saying he's a ballerina, you know, <laughs> but it's like mm-hmm. I was just I think I was just having a good time. Dude, I,
2: I put on my mom's <laughs> high heels. I'd put on some dresses I'd run around the house.
0: My sisters used to dress me up in their clothes and makeup. Yeah, was, you know, those were the good old days, back the good before.
1: old days. Brent, you never had sisters? Gender norms. I have no sisters, no, so I didn't have that. Different I used to do some weird shit, though, because <laughs> <laughs> I used to do some weird shit. I, I used to, like, um, when I was really young, I would, like, just scribble on a bunch of pieces of paper and hand it out to my family like, be like, all right, we're doing a sing-along,
0: and i you will know, just start singing something. <laughs> That's so good. That's
1: so good. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so good. Great. I love but, that. But it was just a bunch of scribbles? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how to write yet. Yet, so that's so funny it's <laughs> raw with a crayon <laughs> wow. on paper my like, cousins yours, yours used to sheet just music. like oh that's think amazing
0: up, we, we used to like think up plays and like we would rehearse them <laughs> for like a few hours at like mm. family events yeah. and then we would like sure. perform them mm. it was so goofy oh. but oh. Um, yeah
1: you used to I had like toy swords and stuff and i'd fight bushes outside pretend i was in final fantasy <laughs> oh my god yeah dude if you didn't, <laughs> Wait, if you didn't it,
0: pretend no. that stuff was weapons you didn't have a cool childhood is, yeah. is am i
2: am i the next episode no, I am no. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say for my next episode, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do like things we did as kids, and we're gonna like go over like a list of things kids do, and we'll see like which of us you know did those things and mm-hmm. tell some fun stories. Because I always love like thinking about like just how weird you are as a kid.
1: You know? Oh, I know. I can. I just. I'm just having a flood of memories of weird shit I used to do. We we oh, had a same. lot of cats. We had a lot of cats growing up in my house, and so I used to I, do this uh, game I, where I tried to sneak around the house without the cats looking at me. What? <laughs> Dude. I was, like, being, like, a spy, so I'm, like, s- I had to sneak through the house, but if a cat looks at me, then I, I failed the mission. Dude, that sounds
0: fun. I'm not gonna lie, that sounds
1: fun. You were spotted. <laughs> yeah. That is so It's funny. like Metal Gear Solid or something, you know? Dude, I, know. I used to do
2: the same <laughs> thing, but without any cats, I would just do it, pretend there was people looking at me sure sure
0: i think i used to like, like crawl around <laughs> on the ground like i was exploring oh, yeah. i don't know dude um yeah well, good stuff <laughs> yeah that'll, be the, next, the that'll be the next next episode i do yeah we're way off we're way off stuff. topic now but uh, yeah. uh, we thanks should probably for, get to uh oh we, we got a new listeners. review whoa and it's wow. a really good what review re- oh my god is it yeah okay this should we a nice review so um shout outs to um
1: i won't i won't read the the whole thing because uh you know This thing is getting long in the tooth here, but just a quick, quick thank you to, uh, to one, uh, called Welks, I Mm. believe is how it's supposed to be pronounced. So thank you called Welks for the kind review that you left us. Yes. And if you you. want to leave your own
2: review, um, Mm. please give us five stars. Go find, uh, our review page on Apple podcasts. Um, and it'd be great because that definitely helps us get more
1: listens get those, those numbers up the numbers are looking good for january boys oh Gotta yeah looking pretty good for january considering oh. that we i don't even how many episodes have we had out this month like two
0: like not that yeah, many just two. not, not yeah. as many but, as last january <laughs> yeah yeah so, so uh, this is much pretty, more
2: sustainable yeah
1: yeah but you know strong 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 numbers for this month i was happy to see it so yeah nice. leave those five-star reviews if you can i'm surprised you around. can see it on the lips the new lips websites totally Weird. It's funny. It still <laughs> looks the same on my phone. Oh. but like when I when I'm on the browser, like the the UI is all fucky, you know. But,
2: oh, wow, look at those January numbers. Holy crap! Yeah. So that's those January really good. numbers.
1: Right. So, but um, also if you want to like reach out to us, we have an email at, oh. the emails it's not at it's Brain Podcast at gmail.com mm, If you have any episode then, ideas, uh, please reach out. Please. Yeah, or just cu- questions, comments, squamments. concerns. You know. <laughs> concerns please uh, medical
0: advice please give us um, Please give a, um uh give awesome idea, because, ideas. Um, i'm sorry I'm, I'm, I'm sorry i was logging into libsyn to look at the numbers as well and i've got sidetracked i got I, yeah, no, is, these are good numbers I'm, yeah, I'm, right. i i'm i'm genuinely surprised at this I'm happy. Yeah, um, yeah and then
1: I'm um, send, send me some more soup recipes because I'm running out of soups to mail you guys. Yeah. So, I,
0: only, I really only
1: have like three soup recipes, so I need some mm. new ones. We need Brent's in the soups. soup kitchen constantly. We do need to soups. update the soups. Um, mail you soups. But and you can... Uh, uh, you can subscribe to that on the website brainbogglepodcast mm-hmm. and then all the socials are on there. Then the blogs are on there. You know, the store is on there. I think I don't know if it's running properly at the moment, but I don't it, it think might it be. is. But I, I I have to get to that at <laughs> some might, point. We
0: might fix it sometime. Maybe who knows. <laughs>
1: Who knows? It's hard. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's how we like to play here in the Brain Boggle Podcast. We keep mm. it fast and loose, keep you on your toes. Who knows if there's gonna be a store for you to buy <laughs> shit this week? Well, and speaking <laughs> of that,
2: um, your support really does mean a lot to us because it's coming around that time of year again where we got to start paying for the website and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so your support really does help, and you can check out our Patreon if you want to support and get some cool perks from us. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. So. Sure.
0: Yes, please. All right, guys. Mm. I'm gonna go eat some dindin. Same. I already ate dindin because I'm, I'm gonna. Bruh. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to Bruh. bed because I got work uh, tomorrow. Oh bed. yeah, you got. Oh, to go fine. hang we'll, out with Jeffrey. Yeah, can I got Jeffrey. Bezos. I gotta go edit this See, thing. For a second, no. I thought because my actual my actual boss at. The warehouse name is Jeff as well. <laughs> so, oh, that shouldn't be allowed. Is that Maybe like it's an Jeff Amazon thing? Like, all
1: all people in a
2: position of authority have to be named Jeff? Yeah, <laughs> or it's probably. an undercover boss thing, and he just didn't feel like changing his name. But
0: I don't know. Did we right, see got like a rubber wig off. on and sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bye. bye. Bye, 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 bye,
1: bye, 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 bye